Welcome everyone to another episode of Betting with Babies. It's Super Bowl week and we got a special episode planned tonight. We've got the highest paid player in the NFL taking on the GOAT. We've got our pod picks for the big game. We're going to be talking about our Super Bowl prop bets that we're most excited about. And we've got a same game TV parlay you could take to the bank. Of course, we'll have dad tips to balance your babies and bets for the big sports weekend. I'm your host, Mr. Clutch. I've got my co-host, Mr. No Days Off and Maddie Stats. How are we doing this evening, gentlemen? What's up, Amato? Big, big episode tonight. As we're here recording, we are five days, well, maybe like more like four days away from the Super Bowl. I'm taking a little vacation to Vermont over the next couple days. But don't worry, I'll be leaving early Sunday morning, so I'm home in time for the big game. Also, Luca has already said he is rooting hard for the Chiefs. All right, Maddie, how you doing? Ah, uh, dude, I'm good. I'm fired up for tonight. Uh, I'm heading to Jersey this weekend. Very excited for that. Uh, Going to have full access to all the props on FanDuel, which is way better than the services we get in Rhode Island. And I might be trending on TikTok, not positive, but. Ooh, look out, trending on TikTok. There we go, big things. Love it. Well, all right, well, let's get right into it. We've got a lot to talk about today, but we're going to start with our Super Bowl pod picks. So all year we've been making picks. We've been picking our favorite games of each week. Before we get into our Super Bowl, I think it's best that we recap how we did during the regular season between myself and Teddy. Uh, Teddy finished with an 8-14 and 14 record on the year. And myself, Mr. Clutch, finished above 500 at 11-10-1. Scoop, scoop. It was a good season, but Teddy, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, I think episode three or four, I talked about not wanting to get too excited about the Dolphins. And then that very next, then we beat the Cardinals. And that very next episode, I said I was all in on the Dolphins, and what happened? They lost to Denver. Much like my pod picks, I didn't mention it all the way through the season. I'm a half game behind you, and I think once I mentioned it on the podcast, you went like 4-1, and one, I went 1-4, and four, and you take home the trophy for the pod picks this year. Yep, another trophy going on the shelf. And what do you well, expect when you put the pressure on Mr. Clutch shows up? So Mr. No Days Off took a couple of days off at the end of this season. But we're going to give you a chance to make it up. And Maddie's stats too. And so we're going to go in and pick our Super Bowl pick. Who do we like? Who are we putting our money on? We've got the GOAT versus the Prodigy. And I'm curious what you guys are thinking about this game. Teddy, what do we got here? All right. Chiefs. Unstoppable offense. We saw in the AFC Championship game what they are capable of. Brady's Brady's damn good, and he's probably going to put up a lot of points. I just think the Chiefs. I I think the Chiefs are going to score more points. I mean, I think it's going to be a very very high scoring game. I know the Bucks have a good defense, but really, when Mahomes is on, is there any stopping him? What do you guys think, Matt? I'm leaning into the Chiefs again this week. I just don't see how they lose the game, which probably is way too bold of a statement. But just Mahomes, Andy Reid. Andy Reid is definitely a better coach than Bruce Arians. 
I like Bruce, but I don't think he's near Andy Reid. The other thing is a lot of people are talking about how this home field advantage is beneficial to the Bucs, but I'm going to go the other way. Super Bowl week, I want to be locked in. And Brady's at home. He's got the kids coming in. He's got all this other stuff. So I think the home field disadvantage this week for the Bucs. I like that. I agree with you. I'm, I'm kind of in the same court. I, I like the Chiefs minus three as well for similar reasons. Really, I think, I think the Chiefs defense from watching them in the playoffs, I think they can turn Brady over a couple times. And I just don't know if Mahomes is on. I just don't know if there's really any any stop in the Chiefs. Sorry, Drew, but you know, Brady threw three picks in the second half. I mean, what quarterback in the in an AFC or NFC championship game throws three picks and still wins? The quarterback who has seen the most games end after a penalty called Tom Brady. Wait, what? Another game goes by where the refs let these guys play. This The Bucks packers game was a hard-fought game all the way through. And they're letting these guys play the whole game until the last play of the game. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? And if the Bucks go for it on fourth down, they call it defensive holding. When there were worse holdings on the last couple drives. But uh, another game decided by the refs on the last play of the game. It's unfortunate. I'm not saying that was the reason they won, but it just so happens that another game for Brady ends on a call that goes his way. Yeah, I mean, Rodgers could have ran that ball in. Or at least got to the first down. I mean, that play. I mean, Matty Stats could have ran that ball in. Well, well, let's not get crazy, okay? I mean, he's at least getting to the five. Matty Stats or Rodgers? Matt's getting to the five. Hopefully he slides. If he doesn't slide, then call it a career from there. (laughs) I mean, I think think you guys know. I lay it all out on the field. I'm going head first dive. I'm still not going to get to the goal line. I'm going to dive and just still land like a foot before the goal. Yeah, that that actually means fumble, picked up, touchdown the other way. Turn the other way. (laughs) Get the stretcher. Just get the stretcher. Get it out. Could Rogers? Even if you land at the five, there, you've got an easier call to make. Was there any call to make there? Like, how do you end up kicking a field goal? Is there a a better opportunity you're going to get with less than three minutes to go than fourth and goal Mm -hmm. at the seven? Let's just play this out, right? You kick the field goal there. You get the ball. You kick off the ball. They go three and out. They get the ball back to you, but you have to use up all your timeouts. And what, you're going to maybe get the ball back with, I don't know, offhand a minute left. You got to go down the field. Maybe you're going to take you know, a shot at the end zone at the 25-yard line or something. We're not going to get it from the seven or eight-yard line. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I, I really don't know what Rodgers was thinking and what the coach was thinking. It's purely analytics gone wrong. So there was like a 10%. I'm going to go off some uh, numbers off the top of my head here. But I believe if they kicked the field goal, they had a 10% chance of winning the game. And if they went for it, they had a 9.5%. And you can't, trust me, I love my numbers. But you can't be a slave to the numbers. you got to understand the game. And... They, the only reason that anybody could possibly make that decision is some sort of analytical book that they were looking at that told them what they should be doing. Yeah, overthinking it. I mean, you just got to you got to be engaged there. You got to realize you got Aaron Rodgers. You're going up against Tom Brady, the best to do it, the best to close out a game, and you're going to kick a field goal and leave it up to your defense. Yeah, it's not it's not like, you know, you have Tony Romo or somebody behind quarterback. You have Aaron freaking Rodgers. Yeah. 
I don't know. Shut your mouth when you say, how dare you take a shot at Tony Romo? I just did. Fucking (laughs) Romo. No, I mean, you think about it. Look at the Cleveland game, though. So Cleveland kicked it, but like there was five minutes left in the game. Chad Henney was in at quarterback. Yeah. The Packers kicked it to Tom Brady. Yeah. Oh, and let me tell you, there's only a handful of teams that fumble that ball into the end zone. You know, that receiver that fumbled in Higgins? Yeah. I'll list off the teams right now that that are making that exact play. Because Tom Brady's team does not fumble that ball in the end zone. The Chiefs don't. The Packers don't. Let me tell you who fumbles that ball. The Browns, the Lions, the Dolphins, the Jets. The Jags. The Jaguars. There's just certain franchises that would only fumble into the end zone. And unfortunately, the Jets and the Dolphins are on that list, Amato, wouldn't you say? Oh, I would say it, and I've seen it. I've seen it happen. (laughs) Yep, so I got no no complaints, no arguments there. Let's move on from that. I don't even want to put myself in a bad mood. It's Super Bowl week. I mean, you witnessed a butt fumble. (laughs) I did. I did. It ruined my Thanksgiving. That was terrible. All right, let's fire through. Let's be clear on who we're picking here. Teddy, you go first. Who are you taking in this game? Chiefs minus three. Fuck Brady. Boom. Maddie stats. Chiefs minus three. All right. This is scary. We've done this before. It worked out last time we did it. I'm going Chiefs minus three. The whole pod's on the Chiefs. Let's go. All right. So there's our picks. We're all on the Chiefs minus three. Maddie stats, what do you got? All right, so just to back some of those picks up, let me give you some of the data we've been taking a look at. So we got 63% of the cash and 64% of the tickets are on KC. The wide receiver matchups are off the chart in this game. There's not a single cornerback holding an advantage over a receiver. These matchups are highlighted by Tyreek Hill with a 58% advantage and Chris Godwin with a 46% advantage over the cornerback he's matched up against. The KC O-line has a 20% disadvantage when matched up against Tampa Bay's D-line, so expect Mahomes to be under pressure, which plays perfectly into Patrick Mahomes' prop bet we're going to talk about later. Tampa Bay's O-line has an advantage against KC's pass rush, as well as a whopping 41% advantage against the run. Keys to this game, in my opinion, are getting pressure to Brady, His passer rating drops 62 points when he's under pressure versus when he's clean. So a huge advantage there. But when you also look at how quick Brady's release is, just comparing him to Mahomes, Brady's thrown 155 balls under pressure this season compared to 222 for Mahomes. Damn. There's some stats. Dropping some stats. Teddy, what do you think about those stats? I like the wide receiver cornerback matchups where just there's not one cornerback holds an advantage over any of the wide receivers. No, my brain is just spinning right now thinking about these touchdown scores and who we're going to put on the board. Or the over, right? Oh my God. Yes. Well, I'm not even going to touch the over under because if I bet the over, it's going to go under and I want to see a fun Super Bowl. So I'm staying off the points here. All right, so we're all on the Chiefs. Again, whether you follow or fade, we've done this a couple times. It's worked out for us the last time. We're going Chiefs minus three in Tampa. All right, so let's keep it moving. We are going to jump right into our Super Bowl props. 
We got, we appreciate all of your engagement. So we're going to run through some of those fun props that will happen either before or after the game. And then we've got some serious props that we are putting some serious cash on. And we're going to talk about those too. So let's kick it off with one of our favorite props from every Super Bowl, the national anthem length. This year, we've got Eric Church and Jasmine Sullivan doing a duet here at Tampa. And the over-under on time is one minute and 59 seconds. Teddy, what are you taking in this national anthem? Well, we do have a stat here. Jasmine Sullivan sang the national anthem for an NHL stadium series game February of 2016, so five years ago. But she clocked in at a speedy minute and 38. So, yeah. So that was quick. Now, she has to uh, sing with Eric Church. A minute and 59 seems like a little long. I like the under. What do you guys think? I'm going to go. The under feels like the obvious pick here. And I almost want to go. How does a duet even work? Do you sing at the same time or do you take turns? <laughs> it, it's a great kind question. Of a, kind of a combination of both. You know, you're, there's times where you're singing and then you're passing it over. And then there's times where you're singing together. Because I'm concerned about the Passover. I feel like the Passover would like add a couple seconds here and a couple seconds there. But unless you're are singing they, at the same time. And are they virtual? Are they on site? Do we know this? Oh, I mean, if they're not on site, yeah, I'll turn the game off. True. We're going to turn the game off. We're in Florida. They haven't, uh, they haven't acknowledged COVID at all, so they, they've got no restrictions. You got any stats on Eric Church? Eric Church has no examples of singing the national anthem at a public sporting event. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know how to think about that because nerves, I would imagine, if you're nervous, you're going to speed through it. Yeah. That's right. Point. So if this is his, his first time at the Super Bowl doing a duet, you don't want to get too fancy here. I could see them speeding through this. I'm taking the under, under 159. It's going to be close, but under 159. Matt? Over. The duet. <laughs> Always. All right, what's next? All right, so the, the pages with us, Teddy, the, they are taking the under as well, 159. We appreciate all the engagement. Next up, we've got the Gatorade Shower. Uh, This is for the winning team. We expect them to dump some Gatorade on the head coach. And we are picking which color Gatorade we are going to see. Matty Stats, what do you think? You want to know what's not? I got a can of Surge on my desk. All right. So just a couple stats. So since 2001, the color of the Gatorade Super Bowl has only matched the team's color scheme three times. So think about that when you're selecting your colors. And then the other thing is Casey did use orange last year. So this is just a pure crapshoot bet, but I'm going orange. It's the only one I have a lead on that somebody liked orange Gatorade last year. So I'm going orange again. Yep. Makes sense. It's a logical bet coming from, from our data guy. Chiefs won the Super Bowl. You're picking them to win the Super Bowl. And they had orange last year. Teddy, what are your thoughts? So let me read you the last five. Orange by the Chiefs, blue by the Patriots, yellow by the Eagles, 
none by the Patriots, of course, because they're awful. And then the Denver Broncos used orange. One more thing. Twitter said it was a tie between orange and not Gatorade at 33%. And the reason why I use not Gatorade, at the Senior Bowl, they dumped Reese's Peanut Butter Cups on Brian Flores because the Dolphins coaching staff was coaching at the Senior Bowl. Maybe they pull off something like that. I don't know. It's a possibility. Yep. They did that in the national championship. They poured confetti on Saban. Yep. So maybe they go something like that. And just to go against you guys, I'm going to take not Gatorade. Not Gatorade. Throwing a curveball at us. You know, as we make a direct deposit to the sports book, just go right ahead with not Gatorade. Not Gatorade. They might not accept your pick. It depends what book you sign up for. Not Gatorade. By the way, can we talk about how the Eagles, of course, choose the worst flavor of Gatorade? I was just thinking the same thing. As Teddy was reading down that list, I'm thinking, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Oh, that team wasn't prepared to win a Super Bowl. Wait a minute. You guys think yellow is the worst flavor of Gatorade? Not. I didn't think flavor. I just think it seemed like all the other teams had color coordinated what made sense to, to uh, win the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. Matt, no. do you think yellow is the worst? It's definitely not the best. It, it's factually a top two. It's the most like thirst quenching, for sure. And the best flavor. All right, well, we're not going to debate Super Bowl. You see what happens? We put a Super Bowl color on the on the page. Now we're going to bet against that. I'm two margaritas in. I'm fired up today. <laughs> no, it's just insane that someone could think that yellow isn't the best flavor of Gatorade. No, it's definitely Glacier Freeze. The blue one? Glacier Freeze isn't the original. It's, it's not even like light blue yeah. one that no one knows about, okay? It's not shit, a real right? flavor. That's, that's not the real OG Gatorade fans, okay? That's... Yeah. Those are the hipsters out there. Yeah. People Thank who are really Powerade drinkers and they, they only do Gatorade to try to fit in. I don't want to hear it. No, we got all right. So we got Teddy with no Gatorade. Matt's going orange. And I don't know. It's a fun prop bet. I'm not gonna follow you guys. I'm gonna go purple. Purple. Go all purple. right. You know, I'm changing my bet. I'm saying red. How about that? Oh, you're going against the stats. Against the stats. Has red ever been... Now, now I'm looking at backup. Has red ever been used? Wait, Matt said something about the color of the Good. uniforms. So since 2001, the Gatorade color has only matched the team's color scheme three times in 19 years. Boom. Put it on the page. Fade. Yeah, lock, <laughs> lock Teddy in on red. He doesn't get the... <laughs> like, one, you can't be flip-flopping. Two, you flip-flopped, you're locked in on red. Yep, locked in on red. Moving fun on. prop. Lock me the fuck in. Let's go. We are moving on to the coin flip. All right. We've got two choices here, boys, which is pretty much what we have every time we look at these sports bets every football Sunday. We've got two choices. Somebody's got to be right. Or or maybe not. Matty Stats, what are you thinking for the coin flip? Oh, heads all the way. You're an asshole if you pick tails. Tails never fails. You ever hear that line? I think with my head. Yeah, I, I bet you do. All right, so we're going to have a winner on the page for this prop. That's for sure. <laughs> is it real quick? Uh, 67% of the Twitter thinks it's going to be Tails as well. Amato, what does Instagram think? Instagram is also on Tails. And so I'm riding with the page. I'm going to stick with Tails. You're by yourself here, Matt. Yeah, now who's the asshole? 
I feel bad for all of you. Mm-hmm. All right, lock it in. I want to see that bet slip when you put it in. I'm going to clap when you uh, lose some money on heads. All right, so let's get to our fourth and final fun prop. We are picking if the last play of the game is going to end with a QB kneel. The outcome is either yes or no. Yes is minus 200. No is plus 159. Maddie stats, what are you taking? All right, so I see this being a good game, but ultimately game ends with Mahomes needing to close this one out. Boom, minus 200. He's taken the game to end with a kneel and even throwing Maddie, Patty Mahomes out there. Teddy, what do you think? I would love the game to end on a Patty Mahomes kneel down, but I think it's going to end on a Tom Brady sack, fumble, and return for a touchdown. So I'm going to say no. (laughs) All right. Well, we got to see if there's a prop bet for the game to end on a sack, fumble, touchdown, because that would pay out some pretty good odds. But for now, you're taking no, which is plus 59. I'm also going to take no. I vision Brady forcing one down the field on the last play of the game and having it get knocked down. Intercepted. And the Chiefs taking home a Super Bowl or intercepted, just not a kneel. Yeah. And so, Maddie Stats, you are all alone again on this one. It's going to, I'm on an island, but it's going to be my own private island. Yeah, okay. I win all of these. And he's going to be in Jersey. So, FanDuel, watch out. You guys. Get your bank accounts ready. We got some transfers coming your way. All right, so let's get into the good stuff. Let's get into the stuff we are putting our money on. We've got four prop bets picked out, a little bit all over the place. So I'm curious your thoughts. Actually, correct that. We threw a couple extra on there. We're going to go through six prop bets. First one, Tom Brady, rushing yards over under. The current line is set at point. Five rushing yards. Teddy, are we taking over or under? Well, because I chose the Chiefs to win, he won't be taking it a kneel down, which is something you have to consider. I say he's going to run two sneaks in the game for first downs because Brady runs maybe the best QB sneak ever on third and one or fourth and one. So I'm taking the over. Matty stats? So just... Sidebar overall on prop bets. When you make these prop bets, you want to think about your personal game theory and where this game is going to go. So I'm personally, I think this is going to be the Chiefs ahead throughout the game. So I don't think Brady's going to be taking any knees. That's the real thing that you got to be concerned with here because every kneel counts as minus one yards. So I'm going over on this one because I think the Chiefs are winning and there's no kneeling. And Brady's definitely going to do one of those QB sneaks. Yeah, I'm going to follow this. I think we need we need to give ourselves at least one fourth and one situation for the Bucks to give Brady a chance to get that QB sneak. I'd say on average, I don't know this for a fact, but probably averages two, three yards a carry on those QB sneaks. So one of those, even with a knee, I think we're safe. And all three of us are taking Tom Brady over 0.5 rushing yards. I really like this prop bet, by the way. Yeah, we just need one. All right, so let's move on to Patrick Mahomes 
We're going passing yards. The line is set at 329 yards. The over pays minus 120. The under pays minus 120. Maddie Stats, what are you taking? All right. So projection-wise, Mahomes is projected to pass for 318 yards, which really makes the under look like the value play here. I think the Chiefs get ahead in this game, and I think you see a good game by Patrick Mahomes, but I don't think he's going to be putting up big stats. So I'm taking the under. Yeah, I'm going to follow you there, Matt. I think uh, Bucks are playing catch-up. What? You're following me. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I think the Bucks are playing catch-up. Mahomes might have four touchdowns, but I don't think he's going to be taking the deep shots unless Hill is two or three yards behind the uh, safety or something. So I'm going to take the under as well. Amato? Ah, man, that puts me in a tough spot. I was thinking under this whole time because 329 just seems like a, that's just a big game. Like, and I agree. I think they'll have to balance themselves with the run. They'll get tricky too. A couple end of rounds here and there. So my brain's really telling me under, but for the simple fact that both you and Matt took the under, I got to go over here. All right, so we've got that. We've got Teddy and Matt on the under. I'm taking the over, so we are split here. Let's move on to our third prop bet. We're going Patty Mahomes rushing yards. Now, he's someone who could scramble. They actually call a couple plays for him to just run it right off the bat. So we've got the line set at 20 and a half yards. The under is minus 120. The over is minus 120. Teddy, what are you taking here? I'm going to say under. 20 yards. I mean, Mahomes can run around. It's definitely elusive in the pocket, but I don't think he's going to rush. I mean, the Bucks linebackers are that young linebacker white, and then they have Levante David too. I don't see Mahomes rushing for more than 20. All right. Teddy's taking the under. Maddie Stats. So I am going to go with the over on this one. So this actually opened up at 31 yards. And the professional betters hammered this all the way down to 20.5. So that's a 30-some-odd percent drop, which is just huge. And at this point, 20.5 feels like a value to me. A couple things to note. Mahomes has rushed for over 21 yards nine times this season and was well on his way to rushing for over 21 yards against Cleveland until he got knocked out of the game in the early third quarter. Mm. Should have read those stats. Yep. Yep. That's why we let Matt go second. So Teddy, you're locked in. Matt's locked in. And that leaves me with all the context to make the third choice. You scared me there with Patty Mahomes going out. Cause that's another thing. If there's an injury in this game, then the under is obviously the safer play too. And so I'm going to go over 20 and a half. All right. Rushing attempts. This goes directly with the yards. Rushing attempts, 3.5. Matt, what do you got? So I'm going to hammer the over here. So he had four plus carries nine times during the regular season. He had five last week against Buffalo and three against Cleveland. He runs more in the playoffs. So I think this goes over 3.5. I actually feel this is one of the prop bets that I feel most confident about. Yeah, I'm in on that. I'll take that over three and a half as well. For all, right, good. I'm gonna, all the reasons. I'm going to fade both of you. Because I feel like Matt is just fading every pick I have after he picks me. So I keep switching you guys up. All right. So let's go. Just a slow clap when Teddy fades one of my picks. Love it. 
Is that true though? Answer the question. Are you just fading all my picks? I'm not not fading all your picks. <laughs> the old double negative, huh? It's not making his pick, but it's really pushing it over the edge. It's solidifying the pick. Yeah. yeah. You haven't changed any of my picks, but you've made me feel a lot better about them. 7.5 for Travis Kelsey. 7.5 receptions over under. I'll kick us off. I'm going over. I think Kelsey is going over in a big way. 10, 12, 14 targets coming his way. They need to do it. Kelsey goes over. Chiefs win. Lock it in. I agree. Not much more to say than that. I think he would have 11 or 12 in the AFC Championship game. So I think he has around 10 again. Maddie? Yeah. No, Hill absolutely smoked the Bucks for 270 yards and three touchdowns. So they're going to be fading towards Hill because they can't allow that. So you got to pick your poison. Do you want to get cut over the middle by Kelsey? Or do you want to make keep Hill from going deep? And I think they're going to have to stop Hill and they'll deal with Kelsey over the middle. Kelsey, 7.5 receptions, taking the over. Yeah, lock it in. Travis Kelsey, uh, I think we might talk about him a little bit long, uh, further down the episode as we go into our touchdown scores. But let's wrap up our prop picks. we got two more prop picks left to go. We're going Brady touchdown passes. Line set at 2.5, over, under. Matty Stats, what do you got? So... I think the Chiefs get ahead in this game and Brady gets into a Madden-style pass-first offense. So I'm going over. I like it. Teddy, thoughts? Over. I think he's going to throw three or four. Probably four. Has to, right? I think both QBs go three, four touchdowns here. High-scoring game. Over. Lock it in. All right. Final prop bet of the night. Actually, I just want to reiterate for our, we feel really great about these prop bets. We're going to put these on the page. We put a lot of time into picking these ones out and we've got data behind them. Let's go into our last one, which is the first scoring type. This one, a little bit more subjective, not as much data. Matt, I'm curious. What's the first scoring type going to be? So I'm going to go touchdown. Arians likes to take the ball. He likes to receive when he wins the toss. And then also Andy Reid likes to defer. So I think the Bucs get the ball first. And I think it's going to be, it's Leonard Fournette season. I mean, playoff Lenny is doing his thing. Playoff so Lenny. I think first touchdown, first score is going to be a touchdown. And I'm even going to go a step further and say, I think it's going to be Fournette. Boom. I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you, Matt. I also think it's going to be a touchdown. But what I think is going to happen is Brady's going to come out throwing and he's going to get intercepted and it's going to be returned for a defensive touchdown. What do you wow. think about that, Amato? I think you've been dreaming about that all week. And uh, yeah. I hope it happens for you. I'm going to go in a different direction here. I'm going to go with a field goal as the first scoring type. I think coming out mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl, teams are going to be a little bit timid, not try to force it too much. Uh, they're going to take their chances but I think it'll end up in being a field goal for the first scoring type. And that also supports my Super Bowl square numbers. So I'm rolling with that. Lock it in. Let's get into everybody's favorite segment where we pick our touchdown scores. We obviously just have one game. So we're picking a same game parlay and we're looking for three or four touchdown scores to go into our parlay. As always, Teddy, Kick us off. Who's our first touchdown scorer? 
I got I got a whole thing. Yeah, you got a thing. Travis Kelsey. I think he was only behind Diggs in reception receptions and yards. He's a beast, and he will be catching another touchdown pass in the Super Bowl. Can't argue that. Travis Kelsey's an absolute monster. What do you got, Amato? I'm going to stick with the Chiefs. I'm going Tariq Hill. He's got the Bucks number. I think they will shut him down a little bit more than they did last time they played with the 260-plus yards he had, but I don't think they could shut him down and keep him out of the end zone. I'm putting Tariq Hill on the board for a touchdown. One comment on that one. So the data backs you up there. So Hill's bringing in a 58% advantage over Sean Murphy Bunting, who's expected to cover him out of the slot. What touchdown score do you like? So I am going to go with Chris Godwin. He's expected to be matched up with Legereus Steed, where he holds a 47% advantage. All right. And we have a couple more guys. Motto's favorite, Scotty Miller. Fast what do you think? Uh, self-proclaimed. Right. Self-proclaimed fastest guy in the league. Hey, listen, you know, Tariq Hill's quick, but you're talking speed on the fastest guy in the league. That's what he said, and I like that confidence going into this week. I don't love it enough to put him or our followers at risk by putting him in this parlay, but on the side, I might be taking Scotty Miller to score a touchdown this week. Well, you know, Brady does like 5'10 white receivers, so it's certainly possible. Yep. He will get Scotty Miller paid by another team, and then he will be out of the NFL shortly after that. Fucking crush that. I've seen that many times. <laughs> That's the whole formula. Who else we got? I, I, I saw Hilaire is back and practicing healthy. I mean, he, this guy's been a beast when he's healthy. What do, what do you think about Hilaire? Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he could score, but I don't it's know. I think they're throwing it. When they're in the red zone, they're going to throw it and put it in Mahomes' hands. He's also splitting carries. Yeah, with not even Le'Veon Bell, with like Williams. Uh, how about playoff Lenny? Oof. This is one of this has been one of Maddie Stat's favorite players since the playoffs. Uh we've put Rojo in a couple of our parlays and he's got his touchdown stolen from Fournette. So I don't Fournette know. Fournette scored in five of his last six games. Damn. So I like that, but I also love Evans. Yeah, Mike Evans. And you know, Brady seems to look to Evans. Near the end zone. He's just a massive target. Oh, he's 6'5", 230. He's huge. Big wingspan. Yep. I, I think we should go Evans. Yeah, well, you know, as always, we will we'll post our final four touchdown scores Sunday before kickoff, just in case anything changes. But I agree. Let's lock in Mike Evans. That gives us... That supports all of our other picks, right? We're picking over on the touchdown passes. We're picking over on yards. We've got Travis Kelsey, Tariq Hill, Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin. I feel good about that. Me too. Four, four quality players right there. Yep. If you get a little crazy, take Chiefs minus three as well. Make it a fiver. Oh, or, oh we go over 56. We've been talking about how much we're going to score this game. Make a six-teamer, and it's going to be uh, tails on the coin flip. Make it eight. We're going crazy. <laughs> I would love to hear the internal voice in your head as you're building your parlays every week. We always talk about like, hey, it doesn't make sense to pick more than three to four guys at a game. And without fail, I get a text from Amato. 
every Sunday with like a five or six bet parlay. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. It is. I mean, during the regular yeah, so- season, I take it. Like, hey, you can pick all these games, but we're picking like five TD scores in a game. <laughs> You've seen those hit, though. You guys have seen those hit. I mean, you hit that on Christmas. Oh, man. Ugh. I know. Well, you just get going and your mind's going. You're playing the game out in your head. And you're like, well, I'm already, I already got these four. Well, and then you put, you see the money go up, like how much you potentially could win. And you're just like, well, just that one more has to hit. I get an extra what? Right. Yeah. And I'm support. I like, I'm trying to piece it all together. I'm like, oh, wow. I got four touchdowns. If that's going to happen, well, shit, the over is going to happen too. So we might as well go over. And then what, you know, it just spirals from there. Yeah. No, I, I, I get it. I, I, I see you in the moment. Just like, yeah, that's one more. Yeah. One more. All of a sudden you got seven up there. Like, Damn it. Did it again. <laughs> I wish I could make my mind work for the upside. <laughs> The way that you do. Optimism, man. Unbreakable optimism. Although I am looking forward to Monday morning after the Super Bowl because I need a mental break uh, from the NFL season and all the action we had this year. Why? The Jets were out of it since like week three. What what have you been so stressed out about? All those tickets we just talked about. (laughs) You got to sweat out those 17 parlays and seven player prop parlays. (laughs) Yep. It's always the last team, too. It's always the last one. Yeah. I will say that fourth quarter rush, when you see that touchdown hit on a parlay, I think that's like top five feeling. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, We did that in the, was it NFC divisional round with Kamara. Kamara got that late touchdown in the fourth quarter and that sealed our parlay. That was sick. There's also like a week 12 or 14 or something that we hit real big in the fourth quarter. Yep. Uh, yep. Parlay. Then there was that time we decided to let it ride on a massive ticket with Derrick Henry. And it then you just tough. wait, you wait the whole game for it. And the moment he touches the ball, you think it's a touchdown. Like you're jumping out of your seat and he gets like a one yard run. But that's, uh, yeah. that's what we do. All right. So, we just packed in a ton of bets. We'll hope to post this podcast before the weekend on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but we'll also make sure to post these bets throughout the weekend, but definitely before kickoff. So let's get into dad life a little bit. We've got a big weekend of sports coming up. We've got our kids. We've got some dad questions. What are we thinking, boys? Matt, you got a dad question of the day? I do have a dad question. So Saturday morning, wife had to go back to bed, rough night with the youngest. So I'm up with the two kids and I went with my go-to movie on a Saturday morning. I'm just really into Frozen. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, popped on Lion King. Really talk about best values, Disney Plus. It's $14. You get your money back very quickly. But I popped on Lion King. So we get through the whole movie and the movie ends. And she looks at me and goes, where did Simba's dad go? Mm. So boys, where did Simba's dad go? That's a That's a tough one. You know, I'm, I'm at the point with Carter being a little bit younger than Layla. We skipped that part. You know, you skip right over that part, a couple other parts. Yep, fast forward right through it. 
Oh, interesting. Jump right to the next, you know, Kuna Matata. So I haven't had to deal with this question. It means no worries. For the rest of your days, and I think that's where this conversation's going. Talk about days here. And sometimes your days are over. And unfortunately for Simba's dad, where he went is to a place where all of his days have run out. Are we not? Are we anti heaven for a five year old? <laughs> I'm oh, just going. You want to pull on that thread? Yeah, he just goes up to heaven. Well, what's heaven, Dad? It's the place above the clouds. Are you going to go to heaven? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. You start the ball going downhill when you start talking heaven. Yeah, heaven is definitely... I can see how that is a snowball. Yeah, it's like we just got out of an airplane. I didn't see any place above the clouds. Well, you missed them. We didn't go over heaven that, that time, that flight. Got it's it. more over in the West Coast. Mm. I think I'm just going to go heaven. You know, I talked to Luca about a lot of stuff nowadays, and he doesn't know anything I'm talking about, but I play it pretty straight. Like, you're, listen, little baby bumps is going off because Monday Night Raw has to come on because I need to finish up where I missed last night. So it's coming off, and that's it. It's the end of the conversation. He doesn't even complain. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that might change as he gets a little bit older. Um, he knows what's up. That's a tough one, man. I'm curious. How'd you answer that question? So I went with he's on a work trip. Mm. A work? Did she not see him get trampled? Oh, uh, she did. Then- <laughs> she did, but so she dad walked the to, work trip. Dad used to go on work trips, and that was enough for her. But I did look up the correct answer. The correct answer is the great beyond is what they describe it as during the movie, which I did not pick up on during the movie because I was deep into my phone. Yep. Yep. So are we, are we going to bring our spirits back up? It's Super Bowl weekend. It's our final episode in the NFL season. Uh, it's been a ton of fun, boys. We've said a lot of things on this podcast. It's our first year. When we started in week 10, I think we've come a long way. I'm really looking forward uh, to to next season. We've got a lot of things planned over the off season to revamp the podcast. But we appreciate everybody who's tuned in. It's been a lot of fun. We're going to post our bets and our prop picks and our touchdown scores on the page. But boys, it's been great hanging with you every week talking babies and bets yes it has real quick one thing continue to follow us and uh, twitter instagram tiktok whichever one you use all of them but we will still be on social media we'll still be handing out locks of the day we'll still be posting and um still interacting with uh everybody through our social media outlets maddie stats thanks for joining us man what a great addition to the podcast great addition Really took us up the next level. Hey, I'm just glad I could bring the data to really help our listeners stay informed on this stuff and really show them the analytical side of what you can do uh, and how you can use that to help drive some of your bets. Greetings. I just used how much I hate whichever team or player or something. So that certainly isn't data. Some of us bet with our hearts. Some of us bet with our heads. There we go. That is the truth. Well, it's been fun, boys. It was a great season. 
Uh, good luck this weekend with your babies and vets. And until next time, whether you follow or fade, we hope you win some cash. <laughs>